You already know what's up. You you need to say like Happy New Year. Happy New Year on April the seventh. <laughs> it's April the seventh. Yes. And y'all haven't seen my face, so this is my first therapy Thursday. First therapy Thursday. So it's good to be at the table. Absolutely. Right. Y'all come everybody. on in the room. I'm here. Go ahead and greet Mrs. Flowers. Put in the room. Hey, Miss Flowers, I see you. Tag somebody else that's in the chat. Welcome to Therapy Thursday. Um, you need to let somebody know like tonight. We have a whole session, a therapy session. Like like a whole one. And this is free. It's free. <laughs> this is free. Wisdom. Mm -hmm. Like I've been saying in the series, we're in wisdom is right there at the hill. Right. Saying, how long will you be simple? So tonight, we're going to give y'all some wisdom Amen. so that we can stop being simple. We don't want to be simple. <laughs> we don't want that. Yes. So thank you once again for everybody who's been joining us faithfully week after week. Can we give like a um, applause emoji for my brother Isaac coming through Man. week after week, just mm -hmm. coming through and serving so that we could heal mm -hmm. on the inside? Yeah. Y'all should probably be able to finish this sentence. Mm -hmm. I say it almost every time we have Therapy Thursday. I say there are going to be requirements. As benevolent followers of Jesus. Benevolent followers. That's going to require for us to be healthy on the inside mm -hmm. to do it. Amen. So this is why we do this. This is why I believe the Spirit has led um, our ministry to dedicate every single Thursday um, for your internal healing. Mm -hmm. Because God wants us to be healthy on the inside. Amen. And just in my own personal prayer time, I'll never forget when I was praying, um, low-key stressing <laughs> about the ministry. And um, God just spoke a, a soothing word to me. And it was like, I care more about the minister than the ministry. Mm. I have anointed sons and daughters all over the world. Just like Elijah was like, I'm the only one left. God was like, I got 7,000 prophets that have not been a need to bail. Ministry's gonna be fine. Yeah. I need you to be okay. Amen. You cannot be a healthy, kingdom physician if you keep getting sick by everybody's infection i need you to be healthy so we're, we're just being transparent um we discussed this and we said i think we need to talk about this kind of a lengthy title but i believe it's so needed and um what we're going to talk about on tonight is what's not handled in singleness will affect your togetherness oh yes oh your lace front your big toe your biceps and your pecs. <laughs> oh, Lord. What's not handled in singleness will, not might. Oh, it will, for sure. Not a possibility. Without a doubt, it will affect your togetherness. Affect like, your period. togetherness. Yeah, you want to say something to it? I mean, I think that as believers, a lot of people want we want this thing called marriage, right? We mm. want this, you know, the happy ending and we want the, uh, the Prince Charming and the beautiful princess and we want yeah. everything that comes with this portrait, this picture, this image that we see or that we desire that we want. Yeah. Everybody wants it, but we don't want to do the work sometimes Come on. to get it mm. the right way. We just see the image but there's so much more behind that picture. It's far more, far more that than part. just this portrait or this image. Mm. And that has to take place before the marriage. Yes. It has to take place 
before you say I do. Come on. It has to take place before you walk down the aisle or before you buy the dress or before you pick out your colors or before you propose. It has to be before that. Work has to be done because yeah. if you don't take care of certain things in the single state, it will... It will affect your togetherness. It'll f mm. affect your marriage. And it's not gonna make it better. It's gonna make it worse. Things yeah. are going to get worse. Yeah. And if you see things in the single state, just because you get married doesn't mean it's That's gonna just disappear. No, yeah. it's gonna expose it all the more. Come on. And it's gonna be worse. Yeah. Trust me. It's it's <laughs> something you have to take care of certain things in the single state. You Absolutely. have to. You have to. It's essential. Yeah. It's essential. There's too many couples that we have encountered. Mm -hmm. There were issues prior to the marriage. You don't handle that stuff, it's not going to change. Yeah. It's not going to change. It's not going to change overnight. Come on. It's not going to change in a month. It's not going to change in six months. There has to be a process in which you go through in order to be transformed, in yes. order to be changed. and in It's the same thing with salvation. You have to go through this process for God yeah. to renew you, to make you a new creature. You can't spend your entire life doing things a certain way, lawlessly, sinfully, and then you like, okay, I'm just gonna do it God's do way. Do it God's way, right cold now. turkey right now. And no, it's a you, you it's a process. God has to renew your thinking, mm -hmm. He has to renew your mind, He has to renew your heart, your your heart, your desires, yeah. your wants. That all of that has to be worked out and renewed. Yeah. And it's the same thing when you <clears> go into <throat> marriage because marriage is, is a replica of Christ and his his church. Yeah, so you have to be renewed. Yeah. I love what she said. Um a lot of people don't want to do the work. Mm -hmm. For a healthy holistic togetherness or a healthy holistic covenant marriage, there is no part-time. You work overtime, nights, holidays. weekends, holidays. Listen. So it's going to be problematic if you have a poor work ethic. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so one of the things that I've discovered, and I want us to really be aware of this, is there is a difference in having joy versus being distracted from sadness. Mm -hmm. Did y'all hear me? Yeah. There's a difference with having genuine joy right. versus you are distracted from sadness. That's really good. And a lot of people try to hook up with people as a means to distract them from sadness. And the reason a lot of us are plagued by sadness is because we are trying to do kingdom things cultural ways. Mm -hmm. If you want Jesus results, you have to follow Jesus's principles. And there are a lot of people who want the joy. They want the fruit, but mm -hmm. they don't want the principles. They don't want the ethic. Right. They don't want the grace. They don't want the mercy. They don't want the discipline. They don't want the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. They don't want to die to themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't want to do the inventory and see what is it about me, right. Holy Spirit, yeah. that you need to purge. This is something we have to understand. Most marital problems, feel myself. Go ahead here. and say it. Most marital problems are single problems that were never addressed. Never addressed. Did y'all hear me? Yes. We're coming out. Yeah. Most marital problems were single problems that were never dealt with. Mm -hmm. And so we want to revisit something and then we're gonna pray and then kind of get into the content that we have for this session um, this afternoon. Sunday, I articulated, I said that 
God wants to give us wisdom. This destiny to series, destiny decision series that I'm in, mm-hmm. it is a is a series that is submerged in wisdom. Mm-hmm. God wants to give us wisdom, right. but for many of us, our systems are a linebacker to that wisdom. So I'm not able to make decisions from a place of wisdom. I make decisions from my systems, mm-hmm. systems of dysfunction, systems of fear, systems of betrayal. So. I'm making choices from those decisions, okay? Wow. So now I articulated that we have learned more is caught than taught, all right? Yes. So the household that you grew up in, you caught a system. Mm -hmm. You didn't ask for it, you didn't apply, but you caught something. Your your, your past marriage, like your ex-husband and your ex-wife, your last marriage came with the system and you caught something. Right. That church hurt that you experienced, that abuse that you experienced, you caught something. And it gave you a system. So what happens is we end up trying to operate with togetherness, naive from the reality that when I said I do to Mrs. Flowers, and when she said I do to Jerry Flowers, we both said I do to our system. Right. Right. <laughs> something she caught. Yeah. And something I caught, mm-hmm. we both said, I do to it. Absolutely. And this is one reason why we believe divorce is so high, because a lot of people, you have a candidate outside of actually having a real candidate. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a picture of what you want this to look like. I know. I just want a husband. That's your candidate. Right, right. right. But I don't have principles. I don't have guidance. I don't have God like revealing to me my assignment, my purpose, so that I can pick on purpose, date on purpose, sleep on purpose, eat on purpose, marry on purpose, have children on purpose, so that everything we're doing is purposeful. Right. We don't think like that. And so what ends up happening is the first four or five years of your marriage, you are having marital problems because in my singleness, I never dealt with my system. Right. And She never dealt with her system. Go ahead. When it comes to the systems, um, a, a lot of systems perpetuate trauma. Mm. And the, the systems that per- per- perpetuate trauma, if, if they're not dealt with proper, properly, yeah. um, if you don't allow God to purge you, help you, cleanse you, mm. Um, give give you healing in those areas. Yes, you're not dealt. If you don't deal with the trauma that has happened in the systems in your life, then when you get with someone and they haven't dealt with their system. their symptoms of trauma, mm. then you have a huge, massive, like supercell <laughs> of trauma. Yeah. And then don't supercell super and then I mean like it's like a storm, right? On, it's like girl. a supercell of trauma. And then don't have don't have children or don't bring children mm. into all of this trauma. And so you're just perpetuating all of these unhealthy cycles and systems yeah. of trauma. And a lot of times we may be afraid to deal with the, the, the systems or in denial. Don't even know about don't, our don't systems. even know about the systems. And I've said this before. <laughs> Some things, yes, you're not gonna find out. Until you really get in that thing. Some things you discover when you get married and you learn and you grow together. You, yeah. you And you die together, right? When you're doing it right, when you're yeah. doing it right, you're dying collectively. He's yeah. dying. To me. To him. I'm dying to me. We're dying together so, so that God can be glorified and that our marriage can be something that is uh, an example 
for of God's kingdom Excellent. and for God's kingdom. Yeah. But when you when that is not your point of view and that's not your mind frame, it's a bunch of living for yourself and mm. a bunch of living for themselves and it's a whole lot that's dying in the marriage, if that makes sense. So good. You're living for you, he's living for him, and things are dying around you mm. and in the marriage. So you have to be willing to, to do the work beforehand, like we said before. You have to be willing to deal with that trauma. We say all the time, Jesus, and I've, I've heard other people say it, other ministers, Jesus and therapy. Yeah. Address those things. Yeah. Address those things so you don't perpetuate those systems and damage somebody and mm. damage yourself further. Yeah. So what if, let's say this person doesn't have so many systems of trauma, right? And you are in denial about your systems of trauma. Yeah. And then you get with this other person, think about how much you can damage the other individual. And I'm sure yeah. many of you out there have experienced that. Mm -hmm. And so now because some the per person that you were with had all of this trauma, had all of this drama, had all of these issues and all of this stuff that they didn't they didn't address before they met you. They put it on you and now you're you're have become one with all of this trauma or vice versa. Right. You put it on them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you have damaged yeah. another individual and you have created a system of trauma within someone else because yeah. of something that you didn't deal with. Yeah. We have to be willing to look, you know, ourselves in the mirror and mm -hmm. see the ugly stuff. Now, yeah. remind, let me remind you, there's so much beauty that God has created in you, right? Yeah. And it was the enemy's plan mm -hmm. to whatever your, your upbringing is or whatever your environment, wherever yeah. you came from, if there was trauma, if there was dysfunction, if there were things that should not have happened, that was the devil's way of trying to destroy you. But and the, empower a system. Yeah, but the beautiful thing is, God can transform all of that. Yes. The beautiful thing is that God did not create you for all of those negative systems. Mm. And now that we have wisdom, that we're gaining wisdom and knowledge and understanding, yeah. now we can take those steps to be healed yeah. and to become more functional human beings and to be an asset to someone else. What you don't want to be is a liability to someone else. What you don't want to be to your partner is someone that has to, gosh, drag you along. Like you, you become a weight to this individual because you have so much that you have not dealt with. You have so many unresolved issues. Yeah. Your systems were never dealt with. And so your partner is put in a position not to do work together, not to grow together, not to do ministry and life together, not to, to flourish. But now this person has to kind of drag you along when something that you should have dealt with beforehand. And that's not fair to your partner. We grow yeah. together. Yes, we help each other, but certain things you have to take care, take care of on your own. There's things yeah. that Jerry could not do for me. Yeah. As much as he loves me and wants to cover things as my husband, there are certain things that only God can deal with, that yeah. only God can cover, that only God can heal. That yeah. I, And I have to be obedient and do the work for myself. He yeah. can't do it for me and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. These, I really want us to get this because if you don't, the first decade of your marriage will be 
you guys are learning systems, mm-hmm. or it will end in divorce because your system was so strong that you wouldn't allow the Holy Spirit to demolish it. Mm. There were systems that existed in me that I was aware of before I met Tanisha that I was going to war with. So the system of pornography, the system of lust Mm -hmm. that had me seeing women as objects versus God's princess. It had me seeing them in a perverted view. I had to have a, this is the beauty of being single. God rewire that. Amen. Detox that. A lot of us are mislabeling the season where God is trying to demolish your system Mm -hmm. as loneliness. Mm. I'm trying to deal with your system. See, God cares about them too. Yeah. I don't know why we think God just cares about me. Right. He also cares about her. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, you could be in a place where you were hurt my daughter. Right. You're unhealthy. You could be in a place where you hurt my son. Right. So I'm not punishing you by withholding my son from discovering you. I'm not punishing you from withholding her from you, my son. I just know due to this system that you have in your head and this system that you have in your heart and your soul mm-hmm. is gonna affect my ability to bless mm-hmm. my covenant. Right. You see? Mm-hmm. So I had to, okay, I can't watch anything that has like cleavage out. All, I was extreme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people are like, okay, that's doing too much. It had too much of a hold on me. You can never be too aggressive when you want to be free. Right. I wanted to be free. Certain music I had to end. Absolutely. That was not a legalism. Mm-hmm. It was feeding my lust. Your heart will always feed, mm-hmm. always feed on fear if you don't feed it faith. Mm-hmm. Your heart will always feed on perversion if you don't feed it principles on purpose. Mm-hmm. I had to train my eyes. Mm-hmm. When my sisters come by, I need to look down. I need to look down. Because my eyes were not trained enough to look straight in their eyes. I'm being organic and transparent. Right, right. So I had a season in my life where I was training myself because I recognized just because I said I do to her, doesn't mean my flesh says we do too. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like this is the biggest misconception. You think because you say I do, your flesh is like, okay, we do too. Right. No, Mm ma'am. No, sir. Yeah. You can't expect now. Like if every single day, every week, every month of your life, your flesh runs you. Right. Your your flesh cusses people out. Your flesh runs your mouth. Your Mm -hmm. flesh runs your desires. Mm -hmm. Your flesh runs your appetite. And Mm -hmm. you think you're going to get in a Mm God-constructed union Mm -hmm. and think your spirit's going to override the flesh just because you said I do and yes? (laughs) No, I, I need to unlearn this. I need to be, I need to I need to unbecome. Right. I need to unbecome. That's a huge part of your spiritual becoming. Yeah. Unbecoming. Yeah. Un- you see? Unbecoming. Yeah. Your whatever you don't deal with and your singleness will affect your togetherness. I want to pray because I just feel this and yeah. I want to show us some passages. Um, Father God, would you help us? First and foremost, God, as ugly as it may be, as as heartbreaking as it may be for us to see or even acknowledge. Would you expose us to the systems that are at work in our heart that causes for us to call the devil a liar, but then treat you like you're one too? Expose the systems in our heart that cause for us to not believe that your word is true. Expose the systems in our heart that is keeping us living our life with our hand on the wheel versus letting it go saying, I trust you. Help us see the systems. For many of us, it has been generational systems. 
passed down inherited strongholds that we have been blinded to. God, would you would you give us insight? We see with the eyes in our head. But would you give us insight so that we could see the eyes of in our heart, God? Like the psalmist said, open the eyes of our heart yes. so that we may see you. Yes. Help us be able to see the landmines and the traps and the barricades mm. that the enemy has been trying to set in our bloodline and in our lifestyle that's keeping us living in a way where we're not receiving your wisdom. In Jesus' name we pray. And can I get everybody to put in the room, amen. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is real. We want to help you guys, yeah. seriously. Mm -hmm. There are people who are 15, 20 years in marriage, mm -hmm. and they are still dealing with systems from when they were 22. Jeez. Yeah. Did y'all hear me? Yeah, no, yeah. They are 42 right now. Yeah. Got married at 22, mm -hmm. still dealing with the systems mm -hmm. of a 22-year-old woman. Mm -hmm. Just because you had birthdays doesn't mean your system hasn't been eliminated. 20, 30, and we have to, we really have to get this. Marital length does not equate spiritual maturity. Yeah. Or a healthy marriage. It doesn't mean that you have a healthy functional. Just because you've married, been married 20 or 25 or 30 years does not mean it's been fruitful. Mm does not mean that it's been joyous, does not mean that you you all have been, you know, becoming one. <laughs> you're just you're just staying married. Boy. You're just staying married. I mean, and I and I and I understand you know wanting to honor our covenant, you know, people yeah. trying to stay to make it work. I mm -hmm. get it, but if you're going to try to stay to make it work, make it work. Right. You know, do the work to make it work and Come on. have 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 an attitude to I don't, I don't want to keep on like this like get, yeah. get sick of yourself like <laughs> I know for I'm being I'm being since we're being honest and transparent like mm. you have to get sick of yourself mm. stop being comfortable with your dysfunction mm. don't be okay with your trauma mm. don't be okay with the things that you know are not fruitful or not healthy for yourself for your partner for your children for your family for the community yeah. that you're involved in be uncomfortable with that. Get sick of being the way that you've been, especially when you know it's unhealthy. Mm. Ask God to expose those things to you. I've had to do it like, okay, God, mm. I'm sick of thinking this way or feeling this way or having mm. this type of outlook or behaving this way or responding this way. Yeah. Or having these specific patterns. Mm. I don't want to do this anymore. So God, show me the steps. Let me help me to watch something. Who do I need to talk to? What do I need to read? Show me in your word what I need to do because yeah. I don't want to be this way anymore. It's not healthy. Yeah. It's not functional. Yeah. It's not fruitful. Yeah. I want to be able to bear fruit, not just along with my husband. I want to be able to bear fruit as an individual. You should want that. You yeah. should be you you should want to be a, a healthy, functional yeah. human being contributing human yeah. being. Yeah, and that's to to society, not not just to your marriage, yeah. but to the world. And if yeah. you if you have so much internally, mm. emotionally, mentally that you are that you are battling, and then you just kind of deal with it the day to day, and you're just going through the mundane. That's you have to get sick of that. Yeah, you have to get tired of that. Like gets like okay, no more. I I don't want to be like this anymore. Show me the right therapist, Father. Show me the right church. Yeah. You know, help me to, to watch the right things. Help me to listen like you had to cut things. Help me yeah. to cut the things off that may be feeding. 
yeah. this dysfunction or this trauma or this or this outlook or this behavior. Help me to cut off the relationships yeah. that may be feeding this. Family or not family. Yeah. Or help me to even not necessarily cut off if you're not in that position, but help me to place those relationships in the right areas because it's no longer healthy or conducive to my growth. Yep. That's the only people who are frustrated with you having boundaries are those who are benefiting from you having none. Those are the only people who are frustrated with your boundaries because they were benefiting from you not having any. And I think um, one of the things I was thinking about when you said, you know, get tired of it, get sick and tired of it. One of the, not for every woman, not for every woman, but for many women, one of the number one signs that something is happening different on the inside of your body after conception is morning sickness. <laughs> I believe the exposure, see first, first you have to be exposed to the system. Mm -hmm. If you're not exposed to the system, you won't begin to nurture something, right? right? Mm -hmm. Once the woman sees the symptom of morning sickness, if she did not know she was pregnant, she begins to get research, she mm -hmm. begins to study, she begins to take tests mm -hmm. to try to figure out Am I sick due to what's going on in the inside of me? Right. And a lot of us, you're starting to get sick of certain things, not because of anything like, oh, what have I done? No, it's God showing you, okay, this system mm -hmm. is no longer conducive for this level. Yeah. It's no longer conducive for this level. Mm -hmm. The reason we're going this route, I want us to hear me, please hear me. The reason we're going this route is because the control center of a generation is in the home. The control center of a generation begins in the home. Yeah. Whatever starts in the home will always be in concert with society. Dysfunctional homes produce dysfunctional people, which create dysfunctional communities. Toxic homes mm -hmm. produce toxic people. Yeah. Now, listen, I don't want I don't want us to get it twisted. This is not your lifelong state. No. Because your household is not your verdict, right. but your household does aim you in a direction. It does. Does that make sense? No, it does. It aims you in a direction. Mm -hmm. Trauma aims you in a direction. Right. And if we don't get exposure to the system, we're going to hit the bullseye on what the enemy wants to happen in your life. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to expose you to the reality is that, yes, there are certain things that happen in my household, but that doesn't mean it has to hold my house. Come on. It doesn't have to hold my bloodline. Mm -hmm. So I have to be aware of it. Mm. It's aiming us in a direction. Godless homes spawn godless people. And so what we're trying to do, this is really a war move. Yeah. We're exposing oh, yeah. where it starts. In the home, Absolutely. there's a system that you caught that's going to affect your togetherness. And let me say... Go ahead. Go ahead. Of course we're all going to go into marriage as two imperfect individuals. Absolutely. We want to make sure I'm always going to be imperfect and mm -hmm. he's always going to be imperfect and everybody on the face of this planet is imperfect. Yes. We serve a perfect God, period. Mm. But there, there is a way to be a healthy individual. Yes. It is very, very possible yes. that you can go through trauma, get healed, and become a functional human being and help others. Yeah. It's possible. You have to be willing. Honestly, guys, this is Therapy Thursday, right? Yeah. This is therapy. 
you have to be willing to be open and honest and vulnerable about it. Hmm. That's the only way that you're gonna be able to be healed, yeah. for it to be exposed, yeah. and so God can really help you and that other people can help you. Yeah. You want to be able to be a healthy mm. individual. Yeah. Think about generations. Like, th don't think about yourself, right? And when I when when I think about myself mm. and what I deal with, I think about my daughter and my son and their children and their children's children. I think about I have to get this together. Yeah. I don't want to pass on this bad system to my daughter and my son. Yeah. I don't want them to, to absorb this. Mm. I don't want them to pass this on. This yeah. is unhealthy. This is dysfunctional. This is not, this is not God. Yeah. So Lord, help me to change it. Yeah. Show me what to do. Mm. Show me what I need to do, Father, because I do not want to pass this on. I don't want... This to be a pet, I don't want this system to continue. I want this system to be killed. Yeah. This is not a good, and, and it doesn't always have to be an emotional or traumatic type of occurrence. Yeah. I mean, it could be financial, hmm. right? It could be, there is a system of just- Poor financial Poor financial and stewardship. Yes. Right? It is just something that has been perpetuated. Mm. Wearing your wealth. Wearing your wealth, uh, just a, a, a mindset of poverty, a mindset of not valuing, yeah. you know, certain things or putting value in, uh, in certain things that are really not important. Yeah. And, and, putting, and, and, and putting assets and putting uh, finances into certain areas when you should put it in other areas. Mm -hmm. It could be that. It could be yeah. that. Poor. It could be physical health. Mm. Right? It could be this system, everybody in my family is unhealthy, physically. <laughs> Nobody, I'm just, this is Therapy yeah, Thursday, so we're being honest. Nobody works out. I <laughs> never saw anybody eat right. I never saw anybody exercise. I never saw this. <laughs> Nobody ever did this in my family, okay? <laughs> we, 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 you know, and, and it's not, it's across cultures, right? Yeah. People get together, they eat, it's family, it's, it's a place where people come together, they yeah. eat, but it's, there's nothing healthy on the table. Yeah. That could that 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 can be a poor system because that can create diseases and it, it creates yeah. um, uh, things that you pass down to your children mm -hmm. that you 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 shouldn't want that stuff to continue you you shouldn't want right you shouldn't yeah. want that to be passed down but you maybe you yeah. don't want to talk about it or maybe you don't want to deal with it because you don't want to be the odd man out right yeah. or you don't want to be the you, yeah. you don't so you're afraid to address this system but listen there has to be like i said earlier there has to be a point where you get sick of certain things within yourself mm -hmm. or that you see I'm like yeah. i don't want to continue this on yeah. i don't yeah. so it doesn't i know we we talk about a lot of um, emotional mm -hmm. and mental trauma you know yeah. things that have happened in our fat past yeah. or in our childhood but it always doesn't have to go that route that route yeah. it yeah. could go like i said financial mm -hmm. of physical well-being yeah. there's there's many systems that are unhealthy that yeah. can get perpetuated and passed down yeah and can affect your marriage yeah and then and then we'll say things <laughs> We'll say things like, "Man, my family, we just have a, uh, we just have high um, heart disease, 
Yeah, heart disease runs in my family. Could high, it be high all of pressure. us like pork chops? All of us like Popeye's fried chicken. Why? Right. Why? Like, <laughs> right, right. is it really that, or yeah. is it a system? Yeah. Or what we talked about Sunday. I love that you brought that. It doesn't always have to be like a necessarily satanic stronghold. Yeah. But it can be a landmine, mm-hmm. something that you don't necessarily see mm-hmm. as destructive, but mm-hmm. when you step on it, it mm-hmm. explodes in your face. Mm-hmm. It could be the system of doubt. Yeah. And see, a lot of us. We caught systems of doubt mm-hmm. due to inconsistent caregivers. Right. Due to people telling us that they were going to do things mm-hmm. and they never did it. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a resume of people not following through, yeah. when you have a w- resume of people leaving you hanging, mm-hmm. that could formulate and construct a system of doubt. Yeah. So that when we tell you that God has a plan for your life and God wants to use you and as long as you have a pulse, God still has a plan, mm-hmm. I doubt that. Why? A system. It's a system. Now listen, the home is supposed to be the infrastructure of wellness. Listen, the home is supposed to be the infrastructure of wellness, mm-hmm. not the incubator for your illness. Mm-hmm. You see? So God's like, listen, I have to deal with the systems in you because the system in me and the system in her is going to create children that carry out the systems that we have right. that's going to carry off a household that is bound by system right. which is going to affect the school system yeah. which is going to affect a society system mm-hmm. you see so if i could deal with the nucleus the home yeah the home is if i could deal with your system mm-hmm. then it's going to affect the home. I want us to see a few scriptures, okay? First, um, two scriptures that are going to kind of complement each other. We're going to exegete them kind of quickly. Um, Amos chapter 3, verse 3. It says, can two walk together unless they are agreed? Mm-hmm. Now, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask for clarity. This is kingdom. Mm-hmm. This is not, I, we are touching and agreeing for the death of this person that did us wrong. <laughs> we are touching and agreeing for them to divorce. Please don't no. ever do that. Oh no. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done mm-hmm. for them by my father in heaven. So listen, yeah. mm-hmm. the ability for us to be able to walk in agreement and touch in agreement is tied to our favor factor and our prayers being answered. Yeah. Systems make it to where we can't agree. Yeah. Couple. That's what Isaac was saying. We argue too much. We cannot, give me your hand. We cannot agree. Mm-hmm. So there's a level of favor our marriage won't have. Right. There's a, right. There's a level of opportunities our marriage won't have. There's a level of open doors our marriage won't have. Why? Because when we had our own season of singleness, we didn't let God do surgery. Now look, next scripture I want you to see. Um, Genesis chapter number two, verse 18. It says, the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. We've heard this. I will make him or I will make a helper suitable for him. Mm. Now, check this out. I think everybody usually highlights the, it's not good for a man to be alone part, Mm -hmm. but overlook the, I will make part. Right. I'm gonna be made. Oh boy, (laughs) your laces. (laughs) 
I will make him. Not you will make him for you. Not you will make yourself up to be discovered by him. Mm. I will make him a helper suitable. So this is layered, but before we unpack it, and I really want, the reason I really want Miss Flowers here so that you can really unpack this on how you, there's a difference between incubating a man Mm -hmm. and helping a man because you're suitable for him. And there's a certain grace that you have Mm -hmm. to help him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want us to unpack that in a second, but I want us to also see Genesis chapter two, verse 21, just going down a little more. It says, so the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. When you get intensive surgery, you go to, all right, sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with the flesh. Here's the thing, and I've articulated this in my heart rehab series that I did like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. If God would not have closed up that flesh, it would have left a wound. And there are a lot of men walking around who are saying, I need help, but the only one that could help close that wound is God. Amen. Okay? Because if I don't allow God to deal with my systems that have created wounds, Mm -hmm. wounds, she will never be able to be a helper. She will only be a nurse. Right. And I will bleed on her with my words. I will bleed on her with my overthinking. Mm -hmm. I will bleed on her with my addiction. Mm -hmm. I will bleed on her with my perversion Mm -hmm. because there's an area that I did not let God finish the surgery. Close up that area. So that when we come together, she's not trying to help me overcome a system per se. But she's helping me by suiting the assignment that she has Mm -hmm. and I have Mm -hmm. so that individually God was working on us. So collectively we could advance together. Right. And the last thing I want to say that I want you to hit it is I think more men, especially your um, influential men, pastors need to articulate what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. The man that you see before you tonight, the 2020 version of Jerry look different from the 2012 version of Jerry when we got married. Loved God, knew what God called me to do, but there was some maturing that I needed to do. There was some healing that I also needed to do that I was not aware that I needed healing because I thought to be a man was to be tough. I thought that to be a man was to be able to say, I can handle it. I can fix it. I got it. it. It takes a lot for a man to say, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm scared. I'm afraid. And to not feel weak to tell her that. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I've never been a husband before. I've trained. I've read books in my singleness. But I'm actually in this thing. It's like driver simulation. Mm-hmm. And now I'm behind the wheel. I need to be able to see as a man that the reason that God gave you a wife was because you need help, bruh. (laughs) You need help. Like, seriously, every woman who's saying, God, I want to be married, you're saying, send me a man that I can help. Go ahead. Go ahead. And and, and that's where that... um the grace that he's speaking of, that's where the discernment piece comes in before you even get into the covenant. Mm. When you are 
seeking God with your whole heart and yeah. asking God to send you someone that you can walk in his purpose for his kingdom, for his glory with. And you, he puts you all together and you grow together. God will give you that level of grace to help this person, to oh. help this individual. But if you are not graced for that individual, then the help that you offer is never going to work. Mm. And the leading that you're trying to do for the men is never gonna work because you are not graced for him and you are not supposed to lead her. Wow. You have to be, you have to be equally yoked and you, it has to be a marriage that God has put together, mm. not that you have authored. <laughs> We we have to we have to put God where He's supposed to be. There it is. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Mm. He's supposed to be the head of our lives and the Lord of our lives. Mm. And so when He's leading everything, He's even going to say, "Listen, this is this is somebody. This is somebody. You all can serve God together, right?" Yeah. When you have that type of witness and that confirmation that, like, I had a confirmation. This is the, this is somebody that I can do life and do kingdom with, right? Yeah. God God gives you like this is somebody that he he presents that to you. This is somebody you can do kingdom with and you pray for that discernment and God gives you that that witness and you move forward, then God will give me the grace to help. So it's not I don't look at it as as dysfunction or bad systems. I look at it this is this is an area that he needs help in and I have the grace to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Now that takes maturity. Mhm. Mm that takes me dying to myself. Come on. That takes me seeking the Lord yeah. and asking God to help me to help him. That's seeking the Lord, kill the things in me that need to die so that I can help him. Yeah. That's me doing the work for myself so I can be an asset to his life so we can, be, we can further become one. Yeah. But it's very difficult. It's going to be very difficult when you come together with somebody and you marry someone and you're not equally yoked and you're not on the same page. You're yeah. not gonna be able to, you're, you're gonna try to put kingdom principles mm. on a marriage that is not kingdom ordained. Yeah, see, see, y'all heard that? And, and this is, and I know we're gonna have people that disagree with this, but this is the danger in that high value man, high value woman narrative. It's almost as though culture is telling us, look for a finished product. But God doesn't hand out finished products. Right. He hands out works in progress. Right. God does, God is, the high value man is the ark. But God's going to give you a blueprint. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that they're not a whole individual. <laughs> that does not, that's doesn't, what I'm saying. It doesn't we're, mean we're, that they, they, they still have, you know, the systems. That's not what we're saying. We're going to unpack that. Yeah. Because for God to look at Adam and say, it's not good for him to be alone. Mm -hmm. I will make now. If you don't exegete this properly, you would think like, well, that's messed up. He gave her, like Adam couldn't do stuff on his own. No, the only thing that Adam couldn't do was be fruitful and, and multiply. multiply. That's it. He was already killing it in the areas that God told him to. Mm -hmm. He already had a relationship with God mm -hmm. because he had a garden season. Mm -hmm. God told him to dress and keep the mm -hmm. garden, mm -hmm. tend the garden. This is important for women because if he does not tend his garden, he's not going to be tender to your heart. Mm -hmm. He was able to identify the sound of God mm -hmm. when God was walking through the garden in the cool of the day. He knew God so well that he was able to identify. That's not an elephant walking. Mm -hmm. That's not a giraffe walking. That's yeah. God. Right, 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 right. So Adam had a close, close-knit relationship with God. And I want us to fully understand that because I'm not saying, okay, go be his therapist. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. I'm saying when you arrive, some things should start to multiply. Right. 
That's the sign. I'm yeah. fruitful. She's fruitful. Yeah. But when we get together, we could be even more fruitful. Absolutely. Fruitful and multiply. I was limited without Mrs. Flowers' help. If you are going to be a helpmeet, this means this brother is stuck on some places he can't meet without your help. And there are some areas that he will lead you into. Come on, that you couldn't get that to. That you couldn't get to. Like, there, it, it's twofold. There were some areas that I needed to be led in, M- multiple areas. Mm. I loved God with my entire heart. I wanted to please him. I wanted God's will. I wanted to do what he wanted me to do. I wanted, I'm like, Lord, have your way. That was my heart's desire. Yeah. And there were some areas that he had to lead me in as a man. Mm-hmm. And I had to be willing to follow because God put him, God presented him to me. God mm-hmm. confirmed it to me. Yeah. So I had to be willing to submit to his leadership because there were some areas that I needed to go and needed to reach and he had to lead me in. And I had to be willing to be led. I had to be willing to be led. Submit to his leadership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But how are you going to submit to a leadership if he's not being led himself? Absolutely. That's the beauty That's of the single season. Amen. Husbands, know, love your wife like Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. How am I going to love her like Christ loved the church? Mm-hmm. If I'm not a part of the church, nor do I love Christ myself, mm-hmm. and I don't even know Christ. Yeah. So this means there's a caliber of love that God designed for his daughter to experience that she's never going to fully be able to experience if I do not have my own relationship with Jesus. Amen. Period. Period. Now, here's something a little deeper that I was talking about with my brother before we started um, this live on tonight. I don't think we understand that one of the things that men need is affirmation. Mm. I'm not minimizing you, sisters. Please, hold on. Before you give me your trigger fingers, hear me. Men need affirmation. When Jesus got baptized, okay, as soon as he came out of the water, as soon as he came out of the water, God said, this is my beloved son. In him, I am well pleased. Affirmation. My son and I, we were getting haircuts and he just kept moving and kept playing. And I said, stop moving, son. Just kept moving. I said, Jay, stay still so that he can cut your hair. And he looked at me and was like, you just playing. Mm-hmm. And then I was, you know, t- about to like, listen, you're you going to have daddy, you know, lay some holy hands on you right now. I need you to stay still. But then instead of doing that, when he stood still for a second, I said, good. See, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. See? Mm-hmm. And then this boy was like, is this still? Mm-hmm. I said, yes, good. <laughs> and so he sat still. <laughs> He's sitting there. And I was noticing, I was talking to my barber. I said, man, the proud of you, son. Mm-hmm produced a level of obedience yeah. faster than the you better st-. right i was noticing the affirmation now listen yeah when a man does not have affirmation mm-hmm. he's limited in producing a firm foundation oh man did you hear me yes when a man does not have affirmations he's limited in producing a firm foundation yeah. i'm like why is it for women to have self-care days yes. it's like you know they get their nails done Massages, they get massage get your hair done, get your hair done go shopping spa day spa day yeah what do men do right i don't want to shop okay i, I don't <laughs> i don't want nobody rubbing on me with no oil i'm not trying to get my nails done and so one of the things that i'm discovering about myself just being transparent 
I don't really, I don't really necessarily know how to celebrate me. That's good. You see what I'm saying? Because if I don't know how to celebrate small successes, and if I'm hard on me, I'm going to be a hard leader on her. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I have mm-hmm. several times been hard on her, but it wasn't because of what she was doing. It's because, Jerry, you you don't know how to celebrate you. Yeah. Remember, you came back from the studio, and you were uh, working on the book that we were working on, mm-hmm. and you were like, um, yeah, I just got to stick to it. And I said, no, that's me. Yeah. That's what That's what I would normally tell you. Mm-hmm. Anybody can start, finish it. And it's right, but I said, I'm proud of you for even writing it. Right. Because you 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 did something today that you didn't do before. Before. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm learning my ability to have affirmations in my life from my wife, from my brothers, from my God bleeds over into how I lead my home. Yeah. And so when a man is not being affirmed, especially by men, not just women, Satan knows how to use a Delilah oh, yeah. to get a strong man to lay his head in her lap. What was it that she was telling this dude where Samson trusted Delilah so much that she was allowing for him, for, for he was allowing for her to be his eyes? He's a fighter. Samson, the Philistines were up on you. The only way he could sleep was this man had to feel, she gonna wake me up Mm -hmm. if somebody comes around. I I trust her enough Mm -hmm. to where she's not gonna let nothing happen to me while I'm asleep. And if anybody comes and threatens me, she's my eyes. That's some trust, bruh. Yeah. And she used it for a manipulative purpose, you see. But I believe the enemy knows how to assign to the spirit of Delilah how to get a strong man to lay his head in your bosom. And if we could use the kingdom aspect of that, gentle, a kind answer turns away wrath. Right. Mm -hmm. Affirm, men need that. Forget what grandma said talking about don't stroke a man's ego. You talk, Miss Flowers. Because I may sound chauvinistic by saying that. No. It's, but men, we need it. It's true. It's true. It's something that I even had to be comfortable with. Um, affirming and, and, and celebrating, right? Celebrating um, and talking, speaking well, speaking high yeah. um, of, of your husband. Because it's not something, not necessarily that um, I think was told not to do that. I mm. think it was just something that I didn't readily see on a regular basis. And so it was even uncomfortable for me because, you know, <laughs> women are seen as like, you're the catch, you're the prize, you know, you're the, you're, they chase you, right? And so you're, you're the reward. Yeah. And so that should always be somewhat the narrative. Like they're always affirming you, telling you you're beautiful, doing, taking care of you because you're, you know, you're the woman, you're the good thing. Yeah. But very seldom did I hear like, hey, that needs to be reciprocated. Yeah. That needs to be reciprocated to to him. He needs it just as much as you do, if not more. Yeah. Because of the weight that he carries. I know when I'm a woman, so I know we carry a massive weight, but he does as well. Mm-hmm. And so he needs that return back to everything he's given out to me, the affirmation and the love and the care and the tenderness. Mm-hmm. He needs that right back to him. 
He needs to be spoken well of and to and to spoke highly of and affirmed and bragged on. Mm-hmm. He he needs that because it's a it's, it gives him a level of strength. Yeah, I can care less about people clapping. If I could just be honest, I, I know I do it for the glory of God, mm-hmm. but nobody affects my post feelings of a sermon more than her. I can care less if everybody's clapping and cheering and she's able to see, okay, yeah, you, that was good, but you're sleepy, you're tired. There's things that she's able to see that nobody else will see. So your spouse, for me and for her, we're supposed to be their biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know how to even cheer for yourself, you cannot pour from a place that's in a drought. That's really good. You can't. That's good. We're going to have to do part two of this. Yeah. Let, let's <laughs> let's get out of here for, for tonight. We're going to have to do this again where we can kind of break it down because mm-hmm. I really want us to understand that... There's some things that that the woman needs. Yeah. Consistency from you, brother. Consistency from you. Her heart was broken from her dad before you ever came along. Period. Consistency from you. Keep your words, sir. Security. Security. One way you can protect her spirit is by not entertaining other spirits. Real kingdom men have zipper control. Mm. I'm not sorry. So it, there's things like that that we need to deal with. And then yeah. also, I think my sisters need to understand the 2022 version of him is not going to be the 2012 version of him. Because if that's the case, I wouldn't be a suitable helper. Yeah. He needs help. Yeah. And he's going to become even more mm-hmm. due to my help. Oh, yeah. This isn't Jerry's opinion or Tanisha's opinion. We're showing you in the text where God said, it's not good for him to be alone. Yes. I will make him he needs help. a suitable helper. Yeah. This does not mean you're his therapist or you're his means of dopamine hits, but rather there's a certain place he can't meet without your help. So we're going to have to unpack that the mm-hmm. week after Isaac comes through. So just give you uh, four points real quick and we're out of here. First one is I must have a garden season. Mm-hmm. I must. This is for brothers. Mm -hmm. Every man must have a garden season. That is a season of a long time with God. With God. Mm -hmm. And ladies, what we need to do, well, not we, but ladies, what you need to do is observe, does he have a garden season? Mm -hmm. Does he have intimacy with God? Right. Because a man that does not dress and keep his garden, unmowed gardens give room for snakes. And you end up getting bit by stuff because I was not aware of his garden. I was just aware of his body. Yeah. Number two, mm. God must heal it. Oh, yeah. Close the yeah. side of Adam. Yeah, that There's some, some wounds that only God can heal. Because if you try to do it, you will always be a nurse. You will never be a helpmeet. That's good. Number three, unity in marriage is intentionality. I need, if I want unity, we have to be intentional, Mm -hmm. period. The intentional effort for her to be healthy, for me to be healthy, Mm -hmm. for me to have my devotion time, for her to have her devotion time is what helps us have unity. Oh, yeah. Where both of us are touching and agreeing. And lastly, it's what's right, not who's right. I'm done. Yeah. Part two. I get to come back to a part two? Come back. They need to hear that yeah. not from just me, but from you. Oh, okay. I'm of what that, back. What that, I think really what that grace looks like. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For how, sure. How, how do I know the grace 
that I'm graced to be a helper. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Versus I'm I'm just like crippling this man. Everybody doesn't have a grace. Mm -hmm. So why don't you pray us out? All right. Well, Lord God, we thank you so much for what you're doing in and through us, Lord. We love you so much. And we, we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you help each and every one of us to take the steps necessary for healing, yeah. to break cycles, to break systems so that we can be healthy, so that, can we, so that we can be whole and that we can be an asset to our marriages, to the people that are around us. Help us, Lord, and expose those things in our lives that may be hidden, that maybe we're in denial about, that maybe we are scared of encountering or facing. Give us the strength, Lord God, to lean on you and to lean into your Holy Spirit. Give us the strength to walk the walk that we need to, to be healed and to be those citizens that you've called us to be, God, so that we can bear fruit. We don't want to be a fruitless people, yeah. but we want to bear fruit for your kingdom's sake, for your name's sake, Lord, so that others can come to know you through our singleness and through our marriages. Yeah. Help us, Father. Lead us, guide us, show us, direct us, and be with us as we go through this journey of healing so we can be everything that you've called us to be, Lord. We love you so much. We thank you, we honor you, we praise you for everything that you're doing in and through our hearts, yeah. our minds, and our souls, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.